Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Shravan. We've got Tyron here with us. Hey, everyone. If you're a returning listener, you might have noticed that that theme sounded a little bit different because this is a special episode. This is actually our 100th episode of Cognitive Recalibration and thought we'd change up some stuff going forward. So firstly, that theme that you heard, it's composed by a gentleman called Esteban from Argentina. So he compose that for us. So that's going to be our new theme going forward. Secondly, we're going to be talking about an animated series that kind of got, well, kind of got me into Marvel because I didn't know much about the Avengers before watching this show. So we're going to talk about Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which is an animated series that ran between 2010 and 2012. We'll get into our thoughts on that. So firstly, before we get into anything, 100 episodes, how do you feel? Uh, A bit tired. (laughs) Like just at the moment, or just uh, just a general like tired of tired of recording. <laughs> oh, I think just in general, you know, just tired. <laughs> Didn't sleep that well last night, so that's in no relation to us doing a hundred episodes. Though it's just no, I just didn't sleep well last night. This is this is my doctor telehealth session, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops, is that, I think is that, that what we're doing here? Call. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> Yeah, so thanks everyone for listening to 100 episodes of this. Uh, if you've been with us since the beginning, thanks for all your support because we never thought we'd get to this stage and uh, we have no intention of stopping here either. We've got a lot more stuff to do. The lockdown is actually, we're still in lockdown. We, we need to do this every week. We need to give the lockdown update. We're still in lockdown and we kind of got slowed down because we had a couple of other episodes planned but because we couldn't watch certain movies because we can't leave the house, we have pushed those episodes out. So we're going to have Shang-Chi coming a bit later because we won't be able to watch it next week. But in place of that, we've got episodes like today's one where we're going to be doing some 
some stuff that is probably underappreciated, like this uh, series, and which we'll talk about. But you know, there, there's some other Netflix stuff that we're going to talk about as well next week and the week after. Should we get into it? Let's do it. Do you remember much of the show? Did you re- recently rewatch it? Uh, I haven't rewatched it in a while, so but I do remember remember it quite well. Probably season one more than season two. I do remember how it finishes, but yeah, parts of season two are probably a bit murky. I recently, I didn't rewatch the whole series, but I recently rewatched some episodes in both season one and season two, just as a, more of a refresher. But I have seen this end to end first time when it ran when it was on TV back when I was still at uni, I think when it was when it was on ABC three here in Australia. I, I remember watching it back then, and then I watched it again after that. At some stage to to revisit it, and then this year I rewatched some episodes. So, a bit of background on the show: it's based on the Avengers, obviously. So it came out in this weird period, I guess, for the MCU, where Iron Man one and Incredible Hulk had released, but the rest of the movies hadn't released, and they wanted to make this show that was basically an Avengers show, but the Avengers movie hadn't come out yet. So it was mostly just based off the comic book stories for the Avengers, but it does have some loose threads with the MCU because Iron Man 1 had already come out and Incredible Hulk had already come out. So those two characters were actually based off the movie versions of the characters. So in this, the the Hulk, not so much because the Hulk can't be that different. (laughs) There's not that much variation on a Hulk, but Iron Man in this is very much like that Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man, so it's modeled off his looks as well. So it's got his like goatee. And did you know that Tony Stark traditionally in the comics had blue eyes until Robert Downey Jr. started playing him? No, no, it's not often I uh, take notice of someone's <laughs> eyes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so apparently he, he was it's, always. Uh, it's not shocking that I didn't realize that. Though. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. you should have. Your powers of perception are very weak. No, basically yeah. he's he was written and drawn to be like a blue eyed gentlemen and um, Robert Downey Jr. has brown eyes so they changed it up yeah look I wouldn't even know what Robert Downey Jr.'s <laughs> eyes are so I'm glad you I'm glad you said in case you didn't notice but apart from that all the other characters are based off basically the comic book origins and the more like the comic book style of the characters so the Captain America in this he is a little bit different to the Captain America we ended up seeing in the MCU but interesting thing re-watching this I found that a lot of the stuff that happened in the MCU years and years after this show were kind of covered in the show. Like there were, there were some story threads that they kind of went through in this show that kind of ended up being translated on the big screen as well. And that's basically because this, this show was based off the comics and I don't think they based it off this show necessarily, but the, the movies would have based it off the origin comics. There's two seasons. Each season is 26 episodes. We'll go non-spoilers because there's still a lot of people that haven't actually watched this show. I would say it's probably the best Avengers animated show. There's this other one that's come out more recently, which is modeled off. It's modeled to be more like the movies. And we'll talk about why this this series actually got cancelled because of the MCU, loosely. So there was two things, actually. There was one reason is that they wanted to sell toys that were like the movies, so they wanted the animated series to reflect the movies in terms of the toys as well. 
and the other thing was they wanted this they wanted the animated series to kind of act as promotion for the movies so they also wanted the animated series to be pretty much like the the characters and the team ups and the villains and the story so uh, they wanted it to be reflective of what was going to come up in the movies in the second I think it's called Avengers Assemble, which came after this, the reboot version. That basically did Thanos and the Infinity Stones before they even had uh, Infinity War. And it did like yeah, yeah. Black Panther. It did Ultron and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. It, did, it did all that. So basically it was like a precursor to what they were going to do in the MCU. I've seen some some of the episodes in that series and I would say it's... I don't know. It just it feels inferior. Like the animation's okay, but it, in terms of the story threads, and I think just the characters, it just doesn't feel like it has much soul. Mm, I think it's more targeted at children, well, younger children, not man children like we are. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, whereas this, yeah. I think it explores the characters a bit more. It gives you stuff that you would never see in a movie necessarily. It gives you like these off-thread stories that are interesting but you would never explore them in a movie maybe you'd explore them in a disney plus type series now now that they have that but you would never see it in in the mcu and it's a shame that it got cancelled so and it's kind of pretty bad management because the people making the show didn't know that it was going to be cancelled in season two until very last minute and they had to conclude the whole series in like three episodes and they did like all these big story threads that they were planning to do in season three in basically three episodes. And that's why I think season two is definitely inferior to season one. Doesn't it end on a ends on a cliffhanger as well? Yeah, slightly. Like it leaves some threads open to a continuation. And then Avengers Sample uh, Avengers Sample is meant to be loosely kind of related to this show as well. Because they're meant to assume some of the story threads are meant to continue. So Hulk so in this, Hulk stays the Hulk. He never turns into Bruce Banner, which is also kind of leading on from the movie because he's meant to have complete control of him turning into the Hulk as well. But he always stays the Hulk in this. That continues in the next next series as well. But yeah, I would, in terms of positives, I think season one is top top grade animation. So in terms of Marvel animation, I think it's, it's always been inferior to DC animation because I think DC did their best animated series in the 90s so they had batman animated series then they had superman animated series which wasn't as good but still pretty decent then they had the justice league animated series and then young justice which followed on from that and they're all pretty well done i think marvel always sort of lagged behind in terms of the animated series in terms of the quality of the animation as well i think they don't look as good as the dc ones but this one was one i would say it's one of the best marvel animated series and it's still in terms of the quality of the animation it still holds up so uh, the design of the characters it's very much like the the comics it's like very bright i think marvel comics are known to be like very poppy like they have a lot of color on the page and they, it follows the same the same style in this series and a lot of people don't know this and i don't think it was i think maybe they were going to do this later on when maybe in season three but there were two other shows that came out around the same time as this show and two other movies that came out around the same time as this show uh, that were meant to be interrelated. So it was meant to be like an animated universe. So the other two shows, and we've talked about one of them on this podcast, Spectacular Spider-Man, which is probably the best Spider-Man animated show. I know the 90s one. Yeah, the 90s one's pretty good. It's good, but it's also 
a product of its time. Yeah, it's dated. It would have been amazing back then. The storylines and stuff in that show are still good, but I think the way it's animated, it doesn't look as good now. But it made that meme with the two Spider-Mans looking at each other, so... Was that the... No, that was the 90s one, though. That was like the 60s one, wasn't it? That was like the really old one. The Spider-Man... I thought that was the 90s one. The Spider-Man in colour. Okay. Well, one of them made the meme, so that's the best one. Well, the, the 60s one... <laughs> Whichever is, one made the memes the best one. <laughs> I think it's the 60s one. Uh, the 60s one is the one with the Spider-Man song. The famous Spider-Man song. The one they play in all the all their trailers now. You, have you noticed how they play them in the trailers, but they never have them in the movies, that, that song? Uh, there's, in Spider-Man Homecoming, is it? Someone sings it, or is it... No, in Spider-Man Homecoming, they have it. They have that music when they're showing the uh, Marvel fanfare logo. But that's the only time I think they've used it in the movies. It's in Tobey Maguire's one, something like Asian Lady Sings It on the Street. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. She sings yeah. it not very well. But anyway, Spectacular Spider-Man. If you want to hear our thoughts on that, we actually have an episode on it. We did it about two years ago or something. Uh, it would have been like episode 40. So just look through our history and you'll find it. But that's a really good show. It's one of the best Spider-Man shows, if not the best. And then the other show that was also meant to be part of this universe was Wolverine and the X-Men, which is also a great show that got ended. Actually, all three of these got ended prematurely. <laughs> Because even Spectacular Spider-Man, it, it had a uh, bit of a cliffhanger, which which they never went back to. I think uh, Wolverine and the X-Men's the same. It's, it's the same, it's like yeah, because they had... Like Days of Future Past. That, yeah, they had Days of Future Past, and then they did the uh, Phoenix Saga, and I think it, it leaves on a cliffhanger as well. I remember watching it last year, and I was like, this is a really good show, and I don't understand why they stopped it. We can do another episode on Wolverine and the Like Perlmutter. Yeah, it's probably something to do with toys or movies or whatever. I'm pretty sure it's Ike Perlmutter. <laughs> Ike Perlmutter was the, uh, he was like the the Marvel CEO at the time. Before Kevin Feige, yeah, but then he got kicked uh, out. Kevin Feige's not the CEO. Ike Perlmutter was the CEO. Kevin Feige's the creative head or something. Back then. Yes. Back then. But now it's Kevin Feige is just ahead of all Marvel, right? In Marvel. But it's a different ranking system because Disney owns Marvel now. So now Bob Chapek is like the Ike Perlmutter. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But then Ike, uh, he reported to Bob Iger, I think, back then. So there was like a level. No, I did it because Disney wasn't Disney was bought by Marvel then. It was before Disney was bought by Marvel. There was a period before, you know, before when there was like Paramount owned Marvel movies and then Disney bought it, but there was still Iron Man 1, uh, sorry, Iron Man 3, Thor The Dark World, I think, when Ike Perlmutter was still there. They had this transition period where Disney bought it, but they hadn't, they hadn't changed the structure yet. But yeah, Ike Perlmutter was the worst is basically, is, is what I'm trying to say, yeah. And Avi Arad as well. Avi Arad was the guy. In Avi charge. Arad's more Sony though. Yeah, yeah. But he was in charge of all the Spider-Man properties. So in terms of spectacular Spider-Man, the reason that got cancelled was because uh, they wanted, it's a, pretty much the same reason, they wanted the movies to be like, they wanted TV shows to be like the movies because they just started making Amazing Spider-Man back then. And that's why this got cancelled. And they started doing, and they wanted Spider-Man to be, uh, in shows with the other Avengers. So they did this Ultimate Spider-Man show, which is also not as good as as, uh, as Spectacular Spider-Man. And there's some links to that in this, actually, because 
Spider-Man is in this show in, in season two and they actually recorded all the dialogue using the voice actor that did the voice for Peter Parker in Spectacular Spider-Man. So that was their initial plans, but then they re-recorded all of them with the guy who did the voice in Ultimate Spider-Man. So they kind of changed it up. And then Spider-Man ends up turning up in that uh, Avengers Assemble show as well. He does, yes. But the common theme across all three shows is they were actually pretty good and they ended way too soon. The two movies that I mentioned, two animated movies that are linked, are Thor versus Hulk and Hulk versus Wolverine. So they did these two animated movies, which are also meant to be in this universe. Yeah, I think I've seen Hulk versus Wolverine. It's not good. It's not good? <laughs> no. Is that the one where they're in, like, Canada or something? And Yeah, it's just a lot of fighting. I, I would say Marvel animated movies are much, much inferior to DC animated movies. Like, the show's uh, somewhat comparable at, at different times. Like, you could say they're some of them are decent, but the, the movies, Marvel's never made an animated movie nearly as good as all the DC ones. Yeah, that's that's right. Like I think I've seen – I haven't seen Thor versus Hulk, but I have. I think I have seen Wolverine versus Hulk, and it's pretty much just fights. <laughs> I guess that's what – Yeah, just lots of fighting. That's yeah. what the, the title suggests. But then they team up, don't they? There's some, uh, I think – Weapon X. Yeah, Weapon X. Yeah, they're the bad guys, I think, in that movie. And they team okay, up. yeah. All right, so back to this show. There's 52 episodes, but only 55 of them aired originally because there was one episode that they left out of the original airing because it was linking to... It was actually an episode made for season three, and it wasn't linking to anything, so they couldn't really include it. But it was an episode called Powerless, which you can now watch on Disney+. Plus. So this whole series is on Disney+. Plus. And it's uh, listed as episode number 26 in season two on Disney+. Plus. And it's about Serta. Serta, who turns up in Ragnarok, and he recruits Enchantress. Enchantress is actually a prominent villain throughout this whole series. So he recruits Enchantress, and she casts like a spell on Captain America, Thor, and Hulk. No, no, Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. Those three, basically they lose their powers, and then they have to fight the Destroyer. Iron Man doesn't have any powers. So his power, So he doesn't. His powers... <laughs> When he loses his will to drink alcohol. <laughs> so it, the way they show it in this is like his suit becomes his original suit, like the old one that he makes in the cave, and he can't. He basically loses his intelligence, so he can't think. He can't quip anymore. <laughs> oh, I think he still does, but like he he can't. He still uh, quips. Yeah, uh, he can't. He's he's in this like old suit, but he can't fix it because he he's lost his like scientific intelligence so he's like he's dumb mm. essentially so i think they're saying his superpower is his uh, intelligence captain america just becomes like pre super soldier serum or superhero serum as you as you refer to it so he becomes like the little captain america or little steve rogers and then thor just becomes a guy he's just a like a guy he's still a big guy he's a big dude but he's just no powers and he, he has a sledgehammer instead of Mjolnir. Nice. So he's a builder. <laughs> and he breaks his leg and he's like, oh, I can't walk. And he's like, yeah, that's what you call a broken leg because he doesn't know what a broken leg feels like. But yeah, that's that was one episode that they've got it on Disney Plus now, but it never aired. And there's a bunch of other stuff. And in spoilers, I can go through some of the other story threads that they've gone through because they're from the comics. And the way the MCU is going at the moment, they're probably going to use some of this material in, in some way. 
A key difference in this team is that Iron Man is actually the leader. And the reason they did that was because Captain America, they thought Captain America wouldn't be a popular character internationally. So they didn't want him to be like the, the front and center of the team. So they made Iron Man. And Iron Man was popular because the, the movie just did, the movie had just come out. So they made Iron Man the leader. And Cap is part of the team, but he's not the leader. He's, he's just another team member. The original members of the team in this are Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Hulk. So those four are like the main characters. But then they also add in Ant-Man and the Wasp. So they're part of the main team. And then as the season goes on, or the seasons go on, they add Hawkeye and Black Panther turns up as well. But then in season two, they expand it to like a lot more, lot more characters. They, they go. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. And lots of people like Justice League Unlimited, but I'm not a huge fan of it. I preferred Justice League, and I liked it when it was a smaller roster. I don't know. You just get more time with the characters, and it's a bit more story building. But when they expanded out to a lot more characters in Season 2, kind of lose a bit of the, uh, yeah, the character motivations from the first season. Yeah, Justice League Unlimited had all these obscure characters, right? It was like a... The roster was oh, like Oh, yeah. 50 Justice people. League Unlimited has a, yeah. a lot of characters, yeah. like a lot. Yeah. So this is not as many. They're, in season two, they introduce, it's kind of characters from the wider Marvel universe, like Wolverine turns up, Spider-Man turns up, Fantastic Four have a couple of episodes, but, but then there's like offshoot characters like the Heroes for Hire, Iron Fist and Luke Cage. And characters that are related to the the Avengers, like uh, War Machine, Winter Soldier makes a cameo as a as a villain. I think I don't think he's turned good yet in this incarnation. They kind of go through basically all the characters, mostly the the more more prominent characters in the Marvel universe in the in the span of two seasons. And most of the characters that we have in the MCU now are actually in this series. Like Thor's friends are in it. Like Sif and and those guys, yeah, yeah. Like even very obscure characters are are in it. I didn't have too much more non spoiler. So this is a show that's almost ten years old now, or more than ten years old. So we recommend you watch it. It's a it's definitely a cognitive recalibration. It's something different. It's it's not like the MCU, but it kind of explores stories that are interesting, and it's got a lot more character development, so you understand a bit more about the characters. The animations, I actually like the animation. I know some people aren't a huge fan of it, but I I think it looks it looks like the comics, so I think it's authentic in that way. I think the thing with this that differs from the MCU in a not in a particularly good or bad way, but just in a differentiates it is that they can be a bit more fantastical with the characters and with the worlds they use because it's a cartoon rather than the the MCU where they, even though the MCU is fantastical in its nature, it's somewhat grounded, but in this they can kind of go a bit crazy with it, which they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the MCU is slowly becoming less and less grounded and it's becoming more and more fantastical. Yeah. But it's never going to be at this level of fantastical because it's probably too much. Yeah, and in live action, it wouldn't translate as well. It wouldn't translate well. Yeah, so it's kind of nice to see something more similar to probably what you would see in the comics rather than what you see in the... Not saying that the movie should be like this because if they were, they probably wouldn't be that good, but it's good to see this side of it as well. Because I remember watching this show in the gap between... uh, I think it was... 
Thor, Captain America, and the Avengers. So in that in that gap in 2011, because I didn't know much about the Avengers before that. So this was kind of really good background to to the Avengers in general time at that point in time. And then the storyline they follow in season one is incredibly similar to Avengers one, the the ultimate storyline. Yeah. All right. So I, I think we can jump into spoilers. So if you haven't seen Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes and you care about spoilers, go watch it. It's on Disney+. Plus. At least in Australia it is. I'm not sure about the other regions. If we had a VPN sponsorship, this is the point where I would have put it in, but we don't. So um, <laughs> you could use a VPN and maybe use Australia Disney+, Plus and you can, you can watch um, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes if it's not on your Disney+. Plus. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, so before we jump to season one, there's actually a mini series that aired before season one and it's just like five minute episodes about each character i think the first few episodes of season one are just those episodes put together i'm pretty sure 
each main character gets their own origin story and a whole episode dedicated to it. So Iron Man, so Iron Man is basically the Iron Man movie. Essentially, they've condensed it into an episode. Hulk is essentially the Hulk movie. And then Captain America is essentially the Captain America movie as well. So it goes back to World War II and how he gets frozen in the ice um, and how he, like, in the process, Bucky gets, uh, well, he thinks Bucky's dead, but he comes back. Essentially the same story. And then Thor is, the episode is also similar-ish, but he doesn't, I don't think he loses powers or anything in this episode anyway. They have those episodes, and then they before that they had like mini five minute episodes, which were kind of just explaining their background. So when you look in Disney Plus and you look at Earth's Mightiest Heroes, you won't see these five minute episodes. These five minute episodes are listed as the Nick Fury files or something, where Nick Fury's talking over these episodes and he talks about each of the characters. Season one, so the the overarching story in season one is the first episode: seventy five villains escape the different vaults across the world and then the avengers who are not yet formed have to come together so there's iron man is trying to fight people and then thor ends up coming to earth hulk is still escaping from the authorities so he joins the team and he helps them ant-man and the wasp i think they're doing their like science experiments and they end up joining so ant-man in this is like a he's like a pacifist for at least the first season yep and it's hank pym ant-man not scott lang yeah and the Wasp is Janet, yeah, not Hope. So Ant-Man has a bit of an arc in this series where he he's like a pacifist. I, from memory, he turns into Yellow Jacket in season two, doesn't he? He does, yeah, yeah. And he becomes he kind of becomes a bit disenchanted because he's, he's involved in Ultron in this series. So him and Tony build Ultron, and then Ultron goes, goes crazy and takes over the world, and then he becomes all disenchanted with the Avengers and he goes away for like half a season. And then he comes back as Yellow Jacket in season two. And Yellow Jacket's more of an anti-hero in this, I guess, than a villain. Yeah, and straight up, Ant-Man is both Giant Man and Ant-Man in this, so he can turn big and small. He's already got those powers. Wasp is actually a pretty predominant character in this as well. She's like in all the missions. And then the other character that joins... So Captain America doesn't actually join the team till a bit later. So what happens is they form the Avengers, and then Hulk has a bit of falling out with the team and he, like, runs away somewhere. He goes to the Arctic and they end up going to look for Hulk and they find Captain America in the ice and they bring him back. I was going to talk about a couple of episodes that I enjoyed. There's a two-episode arc where the... Uh, who's that guy The that has the gamma radiation but has a big head? The Thinker? No, the Thinker's the guy in DC. You're thinking of leader the leader the leader so the leader he kind of puts together a bit of a team so it's got like he's got like abomination other hulk like people and he takes over like a part of las vegas oh yeah i remember this episode it's like a gamma radiated field and it's a hulk centric episode isn't it where he has to go in and but kind of save everyone but at this stage hulk is still in the wilderness so he's still left the team and he's not part of the team and then the Avengers have to yeah, go. Yeah, but he comes back and saves them in the, in the end, second episode. Yeah. yeah, in the second episode, he comes back yeah. because he's the only one that can save them without getting gamma radiation all over him. And what happens at the end of the first episode is all the Avengers get infected. Gammed. It's weird because Black Panther becomes like, it must be because he he eats that leaf or whatever. Like he's got he's got special abilities, right? Because he turns into like a panther, like a, a green panther. 
It's just because he likes Panthers. <laughs> but the other guys just turned into like Hulk versions of themselves. Big versions of themselves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, except crazy. And then in the second episode, Hulk turns up and he, he saves the day, essentially. Beats everyone up. Yeah. The only two other characters that don't... So Black Widow is in this, but she's not... She's a bit more of an anti-hero in this. She's not part of the team. The other two characters that feature in this episode are Hawkeye and Black Widow, and they're sort of on the outskirts of this bubble that's forming, this gamma bubble that's, like, expanding, and they go and try to find Hulk. So they actually bring Hulk to to save the day. That was one arc. And then the the very next episode is it's called the Masters of Evil. So the Masters... Masters of Evil is another evil team, as the name suggests. So it's got Scourge. It's basically like anti, uh, anti-Avengers. anti <laughs> Enchantress is part of the team. And then there's Baron Zemo, Scourge, Abomination, and a couple of other guys. They have like one person for each of the Avengers. So they team up and they all ambush the Avengers at different times. So they capture all of them, except two of them. So they're going to capture everyone except... Black Panther and Hawkeye, because they think they're powerless. Hawkeye, I probably agree with, but Black Panther, they probably should have given him a bit more uh, importance. (laughs) And then Black Panther and Hawkeye have to team up to save the day. So at the start of the episode, Hawkeye and Black Panther are actually having a conversation. They're like, Tony Stark is a billionaire, Captain America is a super soldier, Hulk is like a big green monster. Like, what are we doing in this team? Hawkeye was mainly like, what am I doing in this team? Because he's just a guy with a born arrow. With arrows, yeah. Valid questions. What are you doing in this team? <laughs> you should be at the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> at the at the end of the episode, there's uh, there's, there's good there's good humor in this in this show as well. There's a lot of good banter between the the characters. So at the end of the episode, he's like, "Oh, I don't really want to be part of a team where I have to keep rescuing everyone," because he kind of rescues everyone. Hawkeye. So it's um it's interesting. And then we get into an arc about Kang. So Kang has. He has three episodes in season one, and he has another episode in season two. He basically turns up and he says something has gone wrong in the timeline, and that is Captain America being alive in the 21st century, which shouldn't have happened. So basically he wants to kill Captain America, and then the Avengers don't let him. But then he has it starts taking over this timeline, starts taking over this world. It's got something to do with Ravona as well, because Ravona's like in a coma or something, and she's in a coma because they went to war, and they went to war because Captain America was alive, essentially. So he's like tracing it back to back to that. Okay, yeah, he's got the he's got these whiteboard, and he's got the he's got those red strings. <laughs> <laughs> he's got pictures, yeah, and he's tracing back. He's got the pins, and he's, <laughs> it's all connected. He's got the pins, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not a whiteboard, a pinboard. Yeah. yeah, he's got the pinboard, and he's yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like this intricate connected network, and it's all it all leads back to Captain America. He's he's got the picture in the middle, and it's all his his pictures in the middle, and then all the strings go off him. He gets a red marker, puts an X over Captain America. He uses it as a dartboard, aims at Captain America. Oh yeah, and he chucks he chucks something at it, chucks a knife or something, and it hits him in the throat. So that that's like the first uh, episode of the of the arc. You just see him doing that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, basically he turns up and then there's a three-episode arc where the Avengers fight him. And how they end up beating him is actually, it's uh, it's interesting. They end up having to use Ultron. So Ultron isn't bad yet at this stage. So Ultron is just like an army of robots that Ant-Man and Iron Man have designed. But it wasn't designed to fight, essentially. It was, it was just, they were just designed to be like jail keepers. In the, in the negative zone, from what I remember. Because they make the negative zone in this to have all the superhuman 
villains in. Yeah. Negative zone is just like a, like an endless, endless plane, I guess, where they put, it's like a different dimension, I guess is the better way to say it, where they can put people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because at the start of the, the season, all the other jails get destroyed. So they don't have anywhere to put them. So they put them in the negative zone. They end up having to use Ultron and they put an algorithm into Ultron that makes him learn violence. And that helps them defeat Kang. And that leads to, yeah, but that leads to Ultron becoming Ultron. That Yeah, and then later on, like a couple of episodes later, you have the Ultron arc, which goes over a couple of episodes as well. Three episodes, actually. or No, two episodes. So underlying, there's always like a, there's like an A story, which is like the, the, the primary story that's happening in each episode. So villains turn up and the, the Avengers have to beat them or it goes over a couple of episodes. But then behind the scenes, there's trouble brewing, I guess. There's, there's like stuff building up. And there's this mysterious villain that Enchantress keeps talking to at the end of each episode, and they're planning something big. And you find out that villain is Loki at the end, and that links back to the Thor episode where they find out that Loki is sabotaging the kingdom. Essentially the same as what happens in the in the movies. My favourite episode is that Loki episode, though, at the end. Yeah. yeah. Which is what you're going to talk about next, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So we're into the the climax of the season – goes over three episodes. So first, they get invaded by Loki's army and the Masters of Evil. So Enchantress and the other guys all join the team. And what happens at the end of that episode uh, is probably the most interesting part of this whole uh, whole season, probably even this whole series. So the, all of the Avengers get transported to different parts of the, the Nine Realms. Yeah, different realms. And uh, so each of them is in a different realm. So they're all split up. So Iron Man gets sent to like where the elves live. He's like in the um, where Eitri lives. He's in that. Yeah, not the elves, the dwarves. Uh, he, he gets sent to where the dwarves live. Yeah. But what's cool about that is that in this episode he makes he makes an Iron Man suit out of Asgardian armor, which is sick. Which everyone thought would happen in the movies at some stage. It's probably never going to happen now. Maybe with Ironheart they could do it, but yeah, that's I I thought that was cool. He makes like a Asgardian armor Iron Man suit, which is basically indestructible. And he works with the uh, dwarves to build it, which is interesting. So it's like made out of the same material or like similar material to what Mjolnir is made out of. Essentially, yeah, except it has his electronics and everything in it. Yeah, they could they could have done it in Endgame, potentially, when he was in space. Yeah, yeah. it would have been cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I guess they didn't need to and they probably didn't have the time for it. But I thought that was that's a cool element in that, in that episode. And then Captain America, he goes to some weird... I think he goes to Hell, the Asgardian version of Hell, because he's uh, he's in this graveyard and he's like... He's got this dilemma throughout the whole series where people are saying that he shouldn't really exist anymore, like he's a man out of time. So that's like his dilemma throughout all of the all of the episodes and then this kind of brings it to the fore because he's, he's in a graveyard and then they're like, oh, you should die and... Black Panthers, I think he's in the elves dimension and all of them are in like different different dimensions and they end up having to fight different people. I think Hulk, Hulk ends up, no, Hulk ends up going to like the outskirts of Asgard or something because he ends up Yeah, he fights the with, wolf, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then he, he ends up becoming friends yeah. with- And um, then he becomes friends with it. Thor's, I, I thought he becomes friends with like Thor's friends because Thor's friends find him, like Sif and those guys. They find him. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
Uh, they think he's an ogre, but is is like, no, I'm from Earth. <laughs> but anyway, they they all manage to find a way to come back to Earth together, and they and they like form this army as well because they get all the people that they've befriended in the other worlds to come as well, and then they they have it's essentially the uh, the Avengers fight in New York. Yeah, but on a bigger scale. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed seeing them out. I enjoyed seeing the Avengers in a different setting to Earth, which is what what's cool about Endgame and Infinity War. You see Iron Man in space and stuff like that, Spider-Man in space. It was good seeing the Avengers not on Earth and they're, they're in a different planet. When I watched this, I thought they were going to do something like this in Avengers 1, but obviously it was way too early to do it's that. It's probably too soon. And But yeah, there's, there's stuff in this that they didn't even do. Like I said, the Iron Man as Guardian Armor, they never did that. So that's I think that's... Uh, something cool that they might do in the future. And stuff they do in this, and they have scope to do in this, is interactions between characters that we didn't really see in the movies. I think the only time Hawkeye and Black Panther talk is when they're, like, in Civil War, when he's like, I'm Clint. It's like, yeah, it's in care. Civil War where he's like, hi, I'm Clint, and he's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the only time they interact. But in this, they, they actually have, like, a little bit of a friendship because they're Black Panther's a little bit... Actually, he's pretty powerful. They're outsiders. Yeah, yeah. He's, they're both outsiders. And then Black Widow's got like a separate story in this. She's uh, like a bit more of an anti-hero. And yeah, it's just the the interactions that you get uh, a little bit different to what we saw in the movies. But season one, it ended on a a big cliffhanger, actually. So uh, Loki gets captured and he ends up, I think he ends up going to like an Asgard in jail or something. He's guarded by a, a python or a serpent some sort of serpent, uh, and it's like... Yep, yep, he's like in chains and there's a, yeah, there's a snake. But what you find out at the end of the season is Captain America gets captured by someone that looks like him, and you end up finding out that person that looks like him is a scroll. Yeah, I thought that was at the end of season two for some reason. But, yeah, now that you say it, it does, yeah. But d- does that get resolved in season two? Yeah. I can't remember. So in season two... Yeah. For most, like half the season, it is the scroll Captain America. And yeah, yeah. You, you, like the the rest of the team don't know, but the the audience knows. And then they have the secret invasion arc. So they they slowly find out that um, I think Iron Man finds out that there's a scroll within the team, and then everyone starts suspecting each other, and they don't suspect Captain America because he's like the least likely to be a scroll because he he didn't he doesn't do anything that that would make the team suspect that he's a scroll. So uh, but then they do the whole secret invasion um arc where they there's like different it's like the Cree versus scroll war as well they do in it. Yeah, secret invasion's basically a Cree scroll war arc, but it's different in the comics in terms of they all get transported to different planets as well, which it doesn't happen in this. I guess they didn't want to do that cuz they already they did already, it in the first yeah, season. I guess they already did it. They do go to space in season two, so they introduce in season one, they actually introduce Captain Marvel. Well, she's actually Ms. Marvel in this. They do the full origin story with the uh, with Captain Marvel being a Cree uh, scientist. That's right. And yeah. then she gets a blood transfusion from him, doesn't she? She, yeah, that's right. She does, and then she ends up getting powers. But in season one, you don't really see her powers. You just know that she has powers, but she doesn't really join the team. In season two, she's part of the team. And in season two, like like we said earlier, Ant-Man leaves the team. But then Scott Lang, similar to the movie, I guess, Scott Lang is uh, a thief and he, he steals the Ant-Man suit 
and he becomes Ant-Man. And then Hank Pym becomes Yellow Jacket. And they also introduce all these... This might have been when they find out that they're going to cancel the show, but they introduce a lot of the big villains for very short arcs, like one-episode arcs. So they got Doctor Doom in the very first episode. He, he just turns up as a villain. They defeat him in one episode. So like he's like one of the biggest villains in Marvel, in the Marvel Universe, and they just devote one episode to him. They also have the return of Red Skull, and they, I think they only have... Yeah, I remember the return of Red Skull episode. Yeah. Yep. And they only have, like, I think one or max two episodes for that. And the climax of season two, and I don't think it was meant to be the climax, but I think they just had to do it, is with Galactus. So Galactus just turns up. Is this the one where Iron Man becomes the Herald? Nah, I'm thinking of Avengers Assembled, maybe. Yeah. No, I don't yeah, think so. Yep. Yeah, The Guardians of the Galaxy aren't in this, are they? No, they are. Are they in that Galactus episode? They, I, I don't think they're in the Galactus episode, but they have a separate episode where they, they're in it. I'd, I'd, I'd maybe mixing up my shows, but there's an episode where the Guardians team up with the Avengers to stop Galactus, and Iron Man becomes the Herald. What's the Herald? The Herald's like, do you know how you've seen the, the Fantastic Four second movie? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know how Silver Surfer comes to, like, scout the planet before Galactus comes? Yeah. Yeah, so Silver Surfer's the herald in that. So it's just, like, Galactus picks one bloke to just scout planets for him so he can come and eat them. I think that is this. I'm pretty sure it is this. Yeah, yeah. But, like, Iron Man, like, they think he's bad, but then in the end you find out, like, he's, he's um like, leads them to a different planet that to, to allow Galactus to eat it. I think it's like a situation where it's like too much, too much power or something, and Galactus eats it and he gets destroyed or something like that. The usual, too yeah, much power. Uh, too too much power, yeah, yeah. So that's the climax of season two, and I think they leave you with some threads of what they were going to do in season three as well. But some other episodes I liked in season two. One is where Kang returns again. So they only do this for one episode, but basically. The um, Council of Kangs, the Kang that was in this time, he gets defeated by the Avengers. And then there's a Council of Kangs, which are basically like the variants of Kang. So they turn up and they're like, oh, you've failed this um, timeline because the Avengers have defeated you. And because they've defeated you, it's becoming more likely that they might defeat us in the other dimensions. So they might like travel to other dimensions and also defeat the other Kangs. So they give him back his powers so that he can defeat the Avengers in this timeline. And you see the different variants of Kang. There's like three variants that turn up. They all sort of look like him, but they're different, I guess. One's like a one's a woman, and one's like a kid, and one's like an old man. So you see a little bit of uh, Kang's backstory there again. And then he Kang transports all of the Avengers team to another dimension. And then the new Avengers have to come together to beat Kang. So the new Avengers in this episode are Spider-Man, Wolverine, the Heroes for Hire, War Machine, and the Thing from Fantastic Four. Yeah, so I, I, I don't remember season two that well. I, I do remember that episode, but not particularly well. But I think the main problem was that there was so many characters that each episode focuses on a different character in the end. You don't get as much bounce as the first season, and you don't get as much... Uh, character development uh, there's not a huge amount of character development in cartoon shows anyway but you don't get as much anyway i think season two was just a bit rushed like everything seemed a bit yeah just chucking stuff together 
I've got a little bit about what they had planned for Season 3. So they were going to do X-Men versus Avengers in Season 3, and uh, they were going to introduce some more characters. So Impossible Man. So a lot of these are obscure characters I haven't heard about. So Impossible Man, Mockingbird, Human Fly, Cyclops, Gene, which the, the X-Men, Hellstrom. I think there's a show called Hellstrom, isn't there? Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, Squ- Quicksilver, and Magneto. So Doctor Strange doesn't actually appear in this show at all. So he was going to come in season three. A lot of those characters are in uh, other TV shows, non, non-MCU TV shows or, yeah, what, what am I saying? Yeah, they're, they're like Fox shows or like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something like that. Yeah, yeah and I think this was where they were going to plan to attach it with the season two of Wolverine and X-Men. So I think they were going to come together in season three of this show because they've got all the characters from, so it would have been the same characters, same animation style from X-Men and uh, Wolverine and X-Men coming to this show. Scarlet Witch is in that show, actually. Uh, she plays a pretty big role in that show. So it would have been, would have been interesting because they were building like a, a mini universe before the Marvel Cinematic Universe existed. Another cool Easter egg I thought in this show is the starting theme or the the introduction for each show it shows it's the same same footage but then at the end it shows the team but the team it shows is only the characters that feature in that actual episode so I think there was one episode where like only Thor and Iron Man were in it or something and it just showed like the two of them I think in the first season it shows the full team in each one but in the second season, it's yeah, it varies depending on who's in the episode. Who's in the episode, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I've pretty much shared my thoughts. I think it's a, I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I definitely enjoyed it. I feel it's very similar to like the quality of Justice League, really, yeah, with Marvel characters. Maybe not as good as Justice League. Justice League is quite good, so I think if it went on longer, it had the potential to be as good as that. Uh, I think Justice League had three or four seasons, um, and then Justice League Unlimited and all the all the yeah. Stuff. So I feel like season one of this is Justice League, and season two of this is Justice League Unlimited. Like that's how it, it kind of yeah, kind of quality wise. Yeah, overall, it's the best Avengers show I've ever seen. So if yeah, if you want to watch Avengers cartoon, this is the one I would recommend. I've seen Avengers Assemble. I haven't seen every episode, but I've tried to watch a lot of it and. Uh, it just doesn't interest me that much. I think this is much better, and it still holds up animation-wise. I would, yeah, I would recommend it. Another weird spin-off of this is they did a. It's like a virtual 4D presentation in the uh, Madame Tussauds in London, which is based off the characters in this show. So it's like this little Marvel. It goes for like 15 minutes, where the seats move and you get sprayed, and they fight bad guys and the seats like hit you and stuff like it's like a it's like a 4d presentation um and yeah uh, they use the characters from from this show for that i think it's still running because when i so i saw i saw that show the first time in 2013 then when i went again in 2017 they still had it so i'm not sure if it's still running at madame to swords in london if someone in london that's been to madame to swords recently you can let us know but uh, (laughs) yeah the wax museum so it's uh yeah that was that was a weird connection to this show. Not her house, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's, it's at her museum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been there? I think she's dead. <laughs> no, nah, I did go. I did go when I went. I think I've been to the. Isn't there one here? I think I've been to the one here in Melbourne or Sydney. Is it? 
There's one in Sydney. I think it's in Sydney. There's one in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. I've been to the one in Sydney, yeah. but I didn't go. I didn't go when I was in London. Yeah. yeah. I think London's one of the biggest ones because I've, I've been to – there's one in like every major city. They're all the same. Like they're all just black statues, but um, – that this one had a bit more. Like it had like a Sherlock Holmes experience thing where you have to solve a mystery. It had this alien thing where you had to go through like a bunker getting chased by aliens or supposedly chased by aliens. Oh yeah. yeah. And then it had this um, That was a that was a um that was a plant. That just happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just got <laughs> You invaded. just went when they had an alien invasion. <laughs> um and then it had this marvelous thing. So it's yeah. There's there's a apparently one where they have all the disfigured ones. So all the ones that did turn out right, they have a museum where they display all of those. Because it had this other section where it went through, like, medieval history, and it showed, like, different torture methods that they had in the medieval times. And, yeah, it would be showing, like, people getting dismembered. And Anyway, that's a, that's a little sidebar on Madame Tussauds. Yeah, Madame Tussauds, <laughs> London. I think that's all, that's all I had to say about this show. It's I recommend it. Uh, especially if you want, a lot of people don't like to read the comics because the comics are just so, there's just so many of dense. them. Dense. Yeah. Yeah, it's very dense. Yeah. It's hard. There's no ground floor. There's nothing you could just be like an entry level. A good alternative to, like, if you want to know more about the characters and you want to see, like, alternate versions of them, a good alternative is to watch an, an animated show like this one. So uh, if you want to find out more about the Avengers, then then check this one out. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode. So if people want to get in touch with us about their thoughts on Avengers Earth's Mighty Heroes, how do they go about it? Yeah, so contact us, all platforms, Cognitive Recalibration, uh, Facebook, Twitter, other stuff, Instagram, TikTok. Do we have TikTok? We do, but I don't have it. we will start posting on there more once. I'm, I'm just waiting yeah. for these lockdowns to end so we can actually get into the same room. <laughs> so then, yeah, we might do some YouTube stuff soon as well, yeah. which is So then we could actually do some video. Like um, We've been planning to do video for quite some time. We're actually going to do it for this episode. We're going to launch it with the 100th episode, but lockdowns has kind of put a spanner in the works. So we'll, we'll see when we can get that up and running. And you can also email us at uh, cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com. That's right. And if you want to support the podcast, you can do so via giving us a good review on iTunes because that makes us more discoverable on search engines. But I guess more than anything, if you have friends that might enjoy this type of podcast, if they're into comic book movies, we talk about other stuff too. Like next week, we'll be talking about some some trash. So if you like guys trashing some movies, it's, it's all about word of mouth for us. So yeah, let, let them know and uh, they might enjoy it as well. I, I said at the beginning of the episode, but we really do value your support over all these episodes over all these years i never thought we'd get to 100 episodes when we started this show and uh here we are like i said we've we're not we're nowhere near the end we're going to get keep going uh, we've got a lot more content coming in the, in the next couple of years so we're going to keep going thank you to esteban yes yes um i'll put his details in in the show description as well um you can check out his his social media he's talented composer he sort of uh listened to our i didn't give him many guidelines actually i just said uh, you know we're looking for to launch a new theme for our 100th episode and he just listened to one of our episodes i think he listened to our um justice league Zack snyder's justice league episode and he kind of got the vibe mm. of our uh, tone of our uh, show and he, he composed it 
on his own. I didn't really give him any guidelines. So thanks, Esteban, if you're listening. Maybe he's not going to listen to this episode, but I'm going to let him know. If you are listening, Esteban, <laughs> thank you. Esteban Ocon, yeah? Who's, who's, who's He's an F1 driver. Oh, okay. He's an, is he from Argentina? He's from France. From France. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Did you hear that, Cristiano? Side note: This is yeah. He went to Manchester yeah. United. Yeah, because yeah, like two days yeah. ago they said he was going to go to Man City. He was meant to go to Manchester City. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, apparently Alex Ferguson called him and he's like, "Come to come back to United." And he's like, "Okay, yeah, sure thing." Yeah. Is this going to be like for a his, shitload uh, of money? Is this going to be like his Twilight Club, like before he retires? Do- they usually go to USA, don't yeah, they? Like, Once this is not to like, finish like, off. You don't go to yeah. Man United, which is like a like it's like a, a grade A club, right? It's like one of the best. But clubs he's in, no, he's in, not even as world. old as you don't you don't retire at a club. He's like not that. even as old as Messi. Yeah, Messi's yeah, still got. But he's he's not. Yeah, so and Messi just went to PSG. Yeah. So and even that's not maybe a, they'll both move to the. Yeah, even that's not a uh, like a retirement club. So. I think they've both got yeah. time to go. So maybe they'll do it for a couple of years or something and they'll both go to the US. What's that team in LA? LA LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy, yeah. Maybe they'll end up there. Or maybe if they if they are, you know, really struggling, which they probably won't be, they'll come to the A League. <laughs> the A League, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I doubt that. Yeah. The A League's a joke. <laughs> yeah. And that's our little sidebar about soccer, yes. a sport we both don't know that much about. But <laughs> yeah, I just saw the news because I thought he was going to get a Man City, and then um, this morning is all of a sudden he's in Man United. Is it is it all done? Is it a done deal? Yeah, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. All right. So next episode, we're going to do what we promised you last week that we promised you that we do this episode. So we're going to be doing the combination of she's all that and he's all that, which I'm. Um, Looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. I love shit movies. <laughs> and then, uh, well, we, let's, let's not pass judgment too soon, but um, it is starring a TikToker, so. Yes. Addison Ray Is that, yeah, Addison Ray, Famous TikTok star. And the guy from Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah, the guy from, I guess he is an actor, right? Is he a good actor? Yeah, he's, oh, he's. Yeah, Cobra Kai's decent. I like Cobra Kai, so he's decent in that. And then we'll also review that other show on Disney Plus, right? The Demelio show, is it? Oh yeah, what's her name? Um, Charlie, De- Charlie Demelio. Yeah, and her sister Dixie Demelio. Is she also a TikToker? She's also a TikToker, but Charlie's the big one. Charles, yeah, I've heard of Charlie. Do, do you know they're like? She's like sixteen years old. She's like sixteen or seventeen years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And she's, yeah, she gets a lot of money. How do you make money from TikTok, though? Like, does she just get sponsorships? I don't, is it like ad revenue or do they get an amount of dollar per view or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, TikTok's, yeah. like, it's probably, uh, I'm probably past the the generation for TikTok, but I've, I've used it a bit and there are ads, but I, I didn't think you'd... Um, get paid by the ads yeah, yeah uh, it must be like a youtube kind of thing where you get a certain amount of value for each view that you get be, yeah. past a certain point or something they get like i know a million views on each video so i'm guessing that's it's a lot of money which is uh which is why we're going to be on tiktok yes doing dances we're switching it up yeah, we're going to switch it up and then we're going to get our own yeah netflix t- netflix uh movie and then uh, our own disney plus show as well Disney Plus show about our life, yeah, yeah. yeah. reality TV. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be boring, yeah. but it's going to happen. My life, how I get up and then I walk to my study and I work from home five days a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I stay at home on the weekends as well. So, yeah. We'll, we'll close it up there. So thanks, thanks everyone for listening. Hope you're all staying safe. And we'll see you next week for a brand new episode. Brand new episode. New content every week. New content every week. We are doing every week now. So if you, if you haven't noticed, we've, uh, we've, uh, <laughs> I think we've had 28 episodes in a row where we released every week. So we might take a break at some stage, but no, not, not at the moment. Not at the moment. We're going to keep going. Not at the moment. Not yeah. with he's all that and she's all yeah. that coming out. No, we, no, we there's that. too too many good movies coming out. We can't, yeah, <laughs> we can't miss he's all that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. And we'll we'll yeah. see you guys next week. See you later. See you next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.